I'm Brooke McLaughlin, an author, speaker, teacher, and small town girl from the mountains of Appalachia. Over the years, I've had the privilege of encouraging countless moms toward a richer prayer life, helping them catch a vision for the partnership God invites them into as they become praying moms. Prayer is action all by itself, and our prayers can impact the people we love most for generations to come. I created the Million Praying Moms podcast because prayer is one of the most overlooked parts of Christian parenting today. Let's change that together. My goal is to help you see prayer not as a last resort, but as your first and best response. If you have questions about prayer or motherhood, if you need help taking the first steps toward a praying life, or if you want to know how to pray for specific needs affecting our children in today's culture, you're in the right place, friend prayer warrior or mom who's just starting the journey. All are welcome here. Let's get started. Is it hard to spark meaningful conversations with your kids? Whether you're a homeschool hero, planning activities for the next family vacation, or simply gathering around the dinner table, we've got something that can help. Introducing the Daily Family Conversation Starter by best-selling author Katie Clemens. This remarkable book offers 365 imaginative ways to connect with your children in just five minutes each day with prompts like, who made you laugh today? Or what would you do if you had a tail? These simple questions open up a world of laughter, curiosity, and deeper connections. From dinner time to sleepy time, the Daily Family Conversation Starter is your key to creating memories that will last a lifetime. Don't wait to transform your family's daily routine into an adventure of discovery and fun. Grab your copy of The Daily Family Conversation Starter today, wherever books are sold. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the show. This month's episodes are going to look a little different from the norm because our newest prayer journal, Everyday Prayers for Patients, releases on August the 8th. And I need to tell you that since I started talking publicly about everyday prayers for patients, I've realized that many people are scared to death to pray for patients. I think this stems from years of hearing people warn against it. Even my pastor, when I told him I was going to be writing about patients, looked at me and said, girl, do you know what you're doing? (laughs) So it's a thing. It gets a bad rap. All my life, I've heard people say, don't pray for patients. God will answer by testing yours. We've almost trained ourselves not to ask for patience from the Lord, despite the fact that most of us need it on a daily basis. I know I do. We need others to give us patience and grace, and we need divine help giving it, but we don't like to ask for it. 
I'd like to help you overcome that. So I'm offering a free webinar called Don't Be Afraid to Pray for Patients to anyone who pre-orders Everyday Prayers for Patients now through August 7th. It'll be a live Zoom event in September where you can ask me questions and we'll even spend some time in prayer together asking God to make a way for your specific needs. And I would love to have you as my personal guest for this event. So go ahead and pre-order your prayer journal right now and then visit bit.ly forward slash don't fear patients to fill out the proof of purchase form so I can get you signed up for the live event. Pre-order the book and then fill out proof of purchase. I can't get you into the live event if I don't have both. Now on to the show. This month to celebrate the release of Everyday Prayers for Patients, and because I've realized that so many people are afraid to pray for it, I got permission from my publisher to read five of the daily devotions right here on the show. I wanted you to get a taste of my style and the way that God led me in writing about patients to prove to you that it really isn't that scary to pray for it. It's my experience that half the battle is learning what true biblical patience actually is. So today we're going to talk about why it's so important to really understand the cost of our salvation and what impact that has on our ability to trust God's timing. This is day two from Everyday Prayers for Patients. But I received mercy for this reason, so that in me, the worst of them, Christ Jesus might demonstrate his extraordinary patience as an example to those who would believe in him for eternal life. 1 Timothy 1.16 When I was 22 years old, I took my first full-time job in ministry. I don't remember my exact job title, but I was basically the coordinator of counseling services at a local crisis pregnancy center in Stanton, Virginia. I split my time between encouraging, praying for, and training the lay counselors who served women in crisis pregnancy there and at the satellite office in Waynesboro. The part of my job I loved the most was praying with the volunteers before their shift started. I can't tell you how much I learned about prayer during those times, both in praying for the women who were on the front lines of service and receiving their prayers as they covered me in the year leading up to my marriage. During that first year of full-time work, while I was finishing up my graduate studies, I realized the importance of spending daily time with the Lord in His Word and prayer. It only took working a few months, pouring out over and over and over again, to realize that I absolutely had to make time to pour God's Word back in. Thus began a lifelong habit of seeking God in prayer and time in the Bible each morning. One particular morning, before I made my way to work, I found myself in the book of First Timothy. Just a few short years before, I had read through the entire New Testament as a part of an elective class at Virginia Tech to finish up my degree. Since then, I'd been making my way back through the individual books of the New Testament. I remembered that I had fallen in love with Paul's letters to Timothy. I was young in ministry myself at that time, and I felt a kinship with Timothy, who was so young as he attempted to follow God's plan for his life. I opened the pages of my Bible, casually read the beginning verses from Paul's first letter to his young friend and stopped cold when I got to verses 12 through 17 of chapter 1. They say, I give thanks to Christ Jesus our Lord who has strengthened me, because he considered me faithful, appointing me to the ministry, even though I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an arrogant man. But I received mercy because I acted out of ignorance and unbelief. And the grace of our Lord overflowed, along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus." 
This saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, and I am the worst of them. But I received mercy for this reason, so that in me, the worst of them, Christ Jesus might demonstrate his extraordinary patience as an example to those who would believe in him for eternal life. Now to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Have you ever had a moment in God's word where you felt like the message was just for you? That's how I felt when I read Paul's words that morning. Quickly, the sins of my past came to mind, and I had a fresh realization of just how much it cost God to forgive me, just how much he had to forgive me for. Truly, I'm one of the worst of sinners, but friends, so are you. We are all desperately in need of a Savior, even on our best days. Remembering this truth will serve us well and keep us in a position of praise to the God who saved us. But look with me specifically at verse 16. Why did God save Paul? Why did he save you and me? So that in me, the worst of them, Christ Jesus might demonstrate his extraordinary patience as an example to those who would believe in him for eternal life. As a mom, you serve as the biggest example to your children. Your life influences them the most. God saved you, at least in part, so that your life can serve to demonstrate his extraordinary patience as an example to them. That's the real reason you can offer them patience in return. God is doing exactly the same work in your children that he did in you, although in different ways, and it's all designed to bring them to him. Your life is the biggest and best testimony of his grace that they'll get to see for the first 18 to 20 years of their lives. One day, God willing, they'll look back on all of the good, bad, and ugly of their own stories and see God's redeeming grace in just the same way. Father, thank you for the work you've done in my life. Thank you for saving me, for redeeming me, for changing me, and for setting my feet on a firm foundation. I praise you for demonstrating such extraordinary patience with me. Today, Lord, help me extend that patience to the people I love most. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for hanging out with me today, friends. I really hope you enjoyed this excerpt from our newest prayer journal, Everyday Prayers for Patience, and that this devotion has helped you see that asking God for patience isn't so scary after all. I also shamelessly hope you'll order your copy right away. You can find it along with a link to the resources that we discussed on today's show in the show notes at millionprayingmoms.com. Till next time, friends, the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look with favor on you and give you peace. Give them the grace to grow out of this. Those words are written on a sticky note that stays permanently attached to my computer monitor. It was meant to be a reminder about giving my children grace as they mature and grow, but it applies to every single relationship I've ever had. Family, ministry, school, community, you name it. We are all growing and God is at work in our lives every moment of every day. The problem is that sometimes people don't grow as fast as we'd like them to. And God doesn't always act when we think he should. There's this old joke that says, don't ask God for patience. He'll answer by testing yours. (laughs) And I think there might be some truth to that. I don't know that God is sitting around in heaven just waiting to test our resolve, but parenting and the Christian life itself is fundamentally built on trusting something we can't always see. 
a master plan that reveals itself little by little and often takes turns we couldn't predict. If you have ever lacked patience as a parent, allow me to introduce you to my new free five-day devotional called Grace to Grow, Parenting with Patience and Prayer. Join me as we unpack what it really means to give our children and ourselves grace to grow. Inside of this free five-day devotional, you'll tackle subjects like sibling rivalry, when it feels like God is holding out on you or on your children, learning to forgive even inside the same house, living in the not knowing, and letting go of having to have it all together. Join me for Grace to Grow, Parenting with Patience and Prayer, yours free when you sign up at millionprayingmoms.com or in today's show notes. The love of God is immeasurable. It's unchanging. It's indescribable. Because God loves you so much, you can sleep through the night in peace. With Abide Bible Sleep Meditation, you can fall asleep fast with relaxing sleep stories based on Scripture. To start listening now, go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Bible Sleep Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.